Hi, this is Mia Arantillo, and you are listening to Relationships and Revenue with John Hewlin. This is Relationships and Revenue, the show where real answers come from real discussions about what holds men back in their relationships at home and in business. A better bottom line at work means improving life at home. This show is all about helping you become a better entrepreneur and a better man. Welcome back, everybody, to the Relationships and Revenue Show. I am your host, John Hewlin. So happy you decided to join us today. And with me today is Mia Arancio, or Arancillo. I'm good. No, I'm not saying her name right. <laughs> Mia, how are you today? I'm doing great, John. Thank you so much for having me. So excited to be on. So glad that you're here. I want to tell everybody a little bit about you. So, mm -hmm. listeners, Mia is a speaker. She's a holistic health and mindset coach, and she specializes in diet, nutrition, gut health, and detoxification. Now, not only that, she's also a nurse. She's been one for over 20 years. So she's got her RN. She's got her MSN. She has an MBA on top of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's, just, she's a glutton for punishment when it comes to school, for sure. <laughs> But she also, her master's is in nursing administration, correct? Yes. That's right. Okay. So she's got all kinds of qualifications to be talking to us today in what I have referred to in our F6 formula. Now, I realize I just changed the name on everybody. So we're calling it the F6 formula now. We're talking about food today. And so food can be your friend or it can be your enemy. And how you choose to look at food will help will largely determine what it does for you. And Mia's going to go into a lot more details for us about that. So since I've given everyone just a little bit of an idea who you are, Mia, take us back, kind of take us back to the beginning, kind of where did you get your start in all of this and how did all of that lead to where you are today? Oh, great. Okay, thanks, John. So I, as you've mentioned, I've been a nurse for over 20 years. Um, and I have my master's in nursing administration and quality and outcomes and my business degree. Um, and I've been practicing for over 20 years here. I was both on the clinical side and the business side of nursing. Mm -hmm. So by trade, I was always very business-minded, but I always had a love for growth, anything that grows, right? Mm -hmm. So your muscles, your mind, <laughs> yourself. So um, that's how I got into the personal development industry. I am a certified John Maxwell um, speaker, trainer, and coach with that organization. And it was through my own personal experiences, really, John, not only just professionally, you know, um, uh, the background that I have, but more personally, above all, that led me to this journey into a beautiful journey of becoming a health and mindset coach. Because I truly believe that without health, we don't have wealth. And so, you know, as a business owner myself, it's so important that I've learned that it's not about being perfect, but it's about being able to be very authentically you and take care of you and prioritize you because the number one priority above all in everything needs to be you first and foremost. I had to learn that the, the hard and rough way. Mm. So I try to help people in their journey in that. So little background about me and my family and where I came from. My dad actually was a food chemist. 
So there's always been this love for food and being Filipino background. We love food. <laughs> we're always <laughs> about food. We're talking about food. If we're not talking about food, we're making the food, we're eating the food or something. So I've seen that in that journey, my dad had a stroke in June 2012 and it completely changed our lives. Sure. And then my mom got diagnosed with colorectal cancer in October 2014. Mm. Um, I was thriving in business, but then, you know, then I was going through relationship issues, just like life happening to us. And it was just like this thing, if you can relate to this, many business owners, I believe can, that we have, you know, not only like men, but I feel that men also have the struggle of the performance syndrome of what I call <laughs> is that we have the need, we got to perform, we yeah. got to get the results. And that was very much my own journey too. So I was completely always stressed. I was overburdened. Um, I was trying to take care of my family, trying to take care of myself. I was, you know, um, I had my business and I had so many other things. And so that I found that the true, like truth in all this is really prioritizing me so that I really can be the best version of myself and give to my clients, give to my family fill up my cup first and foremost. And really here, I always see it as the best investment we should always make is on ourselves. And by doing that, we invest in our health and our mindset. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, let's just, let's jump right into it. So <laughs> let me just ask the big question that sure. probably everybody's thinking, what makes the best diet or maybe stated another way, what is it that we need to be doing specifically men to improve the way we eat? Because if we improve the way we eat, we will certainly begin to improve our overall health. So how do we even begin that process? Yeah, definitely. Well, let me start with the mindset here, John, is that, yeah. you know, food is actually like a, a relationship. We should all first improve our relationship with food and how we approach food. And, and, and if you look at it from this way, you know, um, when you first start dating and then you, um, you know, get involved in a relationship, uh, the app, it's like the appetizer. It, it's beautiful. You want to eat food that's beautiful and looks great. Like, so something mm -hmm. organic, right? <laughs> and then next you get into like the full course, you get into the main course and you try it out. You see how it makes you feel and you decide, Hey, it's, it's, it's a fit or not a fit. And then next goes to the dessert. It's like, Oh, I have total satisfaction. <laughs> it's making me feel really good. After I eat this food, I have the clarity, I have the energy, you know, I feel full, I feel alive and full of life. So that's first and foremost that I think that we really need to understand with our relationship with food, we should have a relationship with food. And second here, here's the reality. So I actually have this apple here. Okay. And um, so an apple is not an apple <laughs> nowadays is what I found. And what do I mean by that? So, you know, sometimes we mistake food as the enemy. Food's not the enemy. I'm going to tell you the secret to this, you guys. The enemy is what's in our food if we're not aware of what's in our food. So in mm. my practice, I really focus on um, helping my clients understand environmental stress and toxins. Cause this apple is not the same apple you had, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, this right. apple, you know, may be full of a bunch of pesticides and, you know, just very dangerous chemicals. So you're not getting the same quality of food. So, um, 
Mm-hmm. Let me dive right in, okay? Because there's a lot to really cover in here. I don't Absolutely. have time Bring to like it. go through all of this, but I'm going to give you my 10 um, tips and strategies and how we can improve our diet. So first and foremost, um, if you're taking notes, <laughs> number one is to eat organically as much as possible. So a lot of people say, well, I eat organically. What does organically mean? Organic is that it's free from pesticides. It's, it's made in such a way that, you know, it's, it's, it's in, it's, it's normal form. Now my mom always says, Oh, that's organic. We don't need organic before we had everything organic in America. They have this organic stuff. We never did any of that stuff, but our food is different. So we have to be aware of being organic. So there is a thing called the dirty dozen list. So you want to make sure that you focus on stuff that is in the dirty dozen, stuff that is in the clean 15. So if you don't have the finances, let's say, or you just don't really want to spend all the money on organics, then you go to the clean 15 list. Okay, so that's um, number one. I'm going to run through them real quick. Number two, and then I'll go into detail, is avoid foods that are high in glyphosate. Now that's a tongue twister, but glyphosate has to do with toxins, and I'll go into that. So that's number two. Number three is eat an organic, whole foods, plant-based diet. Number four is, you know, get a good variety of antioxidants into your body and have superfoods. And if you need to supplement, which many of us still need to do, supplement. Number five is drink really good, clean, filtered water. Number six is, you know, pay attention to your gut. You know, gut health is so important. Okay, so be good to your gut. Or we'll get into that. Step number seven is learn how to read ingredients. Okay. Step number eight is meal prep, cook, go grocery shopping, prepare. Step number nine is to be very mindful about your eating. And step number 10 is a beautiful thing. My magical formula to is to detox, detox every so often and detox every single day. And I'll give you a next level to this um, is to do some testing. Okay. Mm. So that was a lot of food for thought. (laughs) I know I mentioned, yeah. So literally I know that we don't have enough time to, you know, possibly go into all of this. And, you know, with many of my clients, this is actually stuff that they learn in a process in masterclasses and in programs and whatnot. So we're just going to kind of touch upon that. And if you want to kind of embellish on a few more or have more questions with that, John, we'll just kind of go with that. Does that sound fair enough? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So I think we covered point number one pretty much was the organic part. And I think everyone kind of knows that. Okay. The thing that a lot of people don't understand right now, and why I was talking about this apple, that the apple is not quite the apple is this ingredient called glyphosate. Now, you guys might have seen commercials um, on, Mon- you know, on Roundup, right? The Monsanto right. case yep. of the weed killer that is causing all kinds of cancers here. Mm-hmm. The thing that I want you guys to kind of be aware about this is that environmental stress and toxins are wreaking havoc on our food, our air, our water quality, our lives in general. And glyphosate is a huge agricultural chemical that is just so deadly right now. And it's honestly, I hate to say this, like we can't completely avoid it, but we can be aware of the foods that are high in glyphosate and avoid them completely altogether 
Mm -hmm. Or we can eat the organic version, which would lower the risk of it being higher in glyphosate. So let me give you a couple of examples, okay? You guys are not, maybe you're not going to like me here for a bit. <laughs> so guys, beer, beer is a huge one. That is high in glyphosate. And you might be thinking, why beer? Well, the actual wheat, yeah, the wheat production in the beer. A couple other shockers, avocados. Oh my goodness, I love really? avocados. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, oatmeal. Uh, that's okay. another, that's another okay. big one. Um, yep. Any kinds of beans, lentils, you know, peas, things, things that you think, oh my gosh, that should be healthy. I need to have that organic too. This was a big one for me, rice, yeah, <laughs> you know, be, yeah. being Asian. So having to have that. So, you know, um, I'm going to actually um, give your audience and your community here a download of that, John, that uh, it's a, yeah, it's a little gift for me to you guys. Um, on the foods that are highest in glyphosate that you should eat organically or completely avoid altogether. So I'm going to move on because there's a lot to kind of cover with that. But glyphosate, guys, is a really big one. And um, we'll have it written out because it's kind of like a big word and you're trying to listen. You're like, glyphosate, what's, what's that? <laughs> okay, so step number three is eating a whole foods plant-based diet. Now, so some people will say, does that mean going vegan? Oh my God, I don't want to eat rabbit food. And <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, it's a process, John. It's a journey. It um, and I only became like plant-based because of knowing what I know about the toxins there. So some people, you know, become vegan for, you know, um, the environment, animal rights, and that's all great. I personally myself want plant-based because I knew from the health perspective that I don't want to deal with that. So if I could decrease my toxic load as much as possible, think about this. Plants? Plants are your friends. Plants don't have toxins. You know, they're not loaded with hormones. They're not loaded with right. antibiotics. You know, the chicken, you know, those fat chickens that you see now. Right, I right. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's insane. In dairy and meat, you know, there's so many misconceptions of, that we've been fed throughout the years that we're just really <laughs> not aware. So, and, and, and I'm not saying everybody can just go automatically to a whole foods plant-based diet. Like I said, I'm very honest and upfront about this. It's a journey. So here are some tips on how we can do that. Number one is actually, like your mommy said, <laughs> eat your veggies first. If you start with that principle and you build around your vegetables and your fruits before actually having the protein or having the meat, instead of having the meat, right, be like the chicken staring at you <laughs> on your plate, yeah. <laughs> you know, build it around your fruits and veggies first. Then if you need to add in a little bit more of, of the protein there. And, you know, I always hear this is that I know what you're thinking. I see that little. Well, I was thinking about protein specifically, you know, and that's something that a lot of men struggle with because they feel like if it's not meat, it's not protein. And that's definitely not true. I mean, I can think of two particular yes. things that I eat with regularity that are filled with protein, baby spinach being one, yeah, broccoli being another. Again, exactly. never, never when I was growing up did I ever think those things had protein in them, but they do. And the great thing is it's much easier for my body to digest because I don't have to break it down. It's already ready for my body to use. So it starts fueling my body like it's supposed to do. 
Exactly. You're speaking my language. I mean, think about that. If you think about some of the strongest animals in the world, like an ox, an ox eats plants. Right, right. <laughs> and what have you. So I know it's not for everyone, but that's just a simple way to think about it. And then that's why I wanted to start with the mindset and understanding the toxins behind it and why, you know, food is not the same right now and improving your relationship with that because it just takes time. It gets better over time. And so also having a whole foods plant-based diet will help decrease, you know, your inflammation that's going on in your body. And everyone can agree, oh my gosh, you know, inflammation is not a good thing. Um, and they want to avoid inflammation as much as possible. So it's just like from a like physical health profile, it's the best, like personally for me, I will say it's the best diet you can have. Now I realize, you know, not everyone can adapt to it, but again, you have to do, and you have to feel it out for your body. Right. You know, if you need to add in more protein, you know, it, it can get really complex in that, but there's actually ways um, to go and do that. But I would by far recommend as much as possible, a whole foods plant-based diet. That's also kidney friendly. Mm -hmm. and liver friendly because the liver is one of our major detox organs and so is the kidney. And so, you know, if you, you're trying to get healthy, but you're drinking all this glyphosate-ridden beer, right, you're not being very good to your liver. And your liver, you know, you want to minimize the fat. So whole foods plant diet minimizes fat. And also for your kidney, you need to have sufficient and just an adequate amount of protein. Sometimes people tend to overdo the protein a whole lot. So, okay, true. so that's, that's that true. one. You know, I wanted to point out one thing. You mentioned what a uh, benefit there is to our bodies to do a plant-based diet. You spoke specifically about the liver and the kidneys. Yeah. Um, guys, maybe this is something that you can relate to. I grew up in a car family. Cars were big in my household. So think of those two organs in your body like the oil filter on your mm. car. When your mm -hmm. oil filter gets plugged up, it stops doing what it's supposed to do. And so the stuff that gets into the oil that's bad for your engine that can make it break down much quicker, sometimes even destroy it, Yeah, it takes it away. So that's why you have to change your oil filter with regularity so it will continue to do the things that it's supposed to do to help your car run the best that it can. She's talking about the same thing when it comes to your food. I love it, John. And you know, that actually prompted me to just say, uh, as a reminder too, with a whole foods plant-based diet is actually, you got to have the right quality oil. Same thing for your car, uh, right? Absolutely. And you yes. need to have just enough, not too much, not too little. And so a whole foods plant-based diet actually um, focuses on minimal oil and mm -hmm. minimal processed foods, minimal, yes. you know, no dairy, no, so, you know, no dairy, um, no meat, right? so on and so forth. Okay, so let's move on because there's a lot right. more points that I have to cover. So point number four is antioxidants and superfoods and the need for supplementation. Now, you know, uh, there's this thing called free radicals that people talk about. So I'm just going to simplify it. Free radicals are basically the bad guys in your body, okay? And then you have the good guys and the good guys are your antioxidants. So if you want to win the fight in your body, you need to have more good guys fighting for you as opposed to the bad guys, which are free radicals. And how are free radicals caused? Through stress, through our environment, through the food we eat, the fact that we're living, we're breathing, all of that. 
This all really ties into environmental stress and toxins. So there's many factors that will affect you know, the free radicals that float around in our body. So have a diet that is full of antioxidants. Some of the things that you mentioned, John, like, you know, um, spinach and broccoli, those are really good. But, you know, there's superfoods such as like the aronia berry, um, you know, quercetin, uh, resveratrol. I mean, they're, these are like big words, okay? Like specialized grapes, a, a class of, you know, antioxidants that are um, clinically proven to just help with actually, you know, your performance. And speaking of which, I actually have my antioxidants that I drink right now. Yes, nice. you're saying, hey, you match here. And it is, I drink this in the middle of my day. Um, it is an antioxidant drink that I drink. And one of the, one of my little hacks of what I do is that people are like, oh, what about like vitamin C, you know, all these kind of things. So what I do is I actually add my vitamin C into my antioxidant drink and it helps me in the middle of the day but by adding the vitamin c and together with these antioxidants i'm actually improving the absorption of vitamin c by 600 percent wow so super powerful so it's like knowledge is power but only if you learn how to apply it so antioxidants super super important um the fifth thing is our water quality so so many things right now you know, half, three out of four homes have contaminated water. I mean, if you literally Google and you look to see, you know, in your, um, in your area of where you live, how clean is really your water? Even when I'm going for a walks here, you know, I live in Chicago in the river walk, I can smell the fish washed up and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's what's going into my water. Yeah. So it's important to have good, clean, filtered water. I know there's a lot of debate of people talking about okay, well, I drink alkaline water, this kind of water, so on and so forth. My recommendation, I don't have time to go at length at it, but is having water that is reverse osmosis and carbon filtered. What do I mean by that? It is actually removing all these, like lots of ingredients like lead, chlorine, you know, um, and some just big ones that I can't even pronounce even myself <laughs> to say. And if you guys go and watch the movie Dark Waters, that actually talks about the Teflon case where we have these chemicals called PFAs, P-O-L-Fs. And it talks about just the contamination, how our water has been, you know, filled with all this junk and it accumulates over our bodies. So, I mean, water cleanses us. So it's important to be able to, again, this is about toxins, getting rid of those toxins in our food and in our water. Okay. So... <laughs> All right, step number six is our gut, right? And I know one of the things that men worry about over time as they get older, and I don't know, can you, you know, would you agree with this, John, is developing a beer belly. It, it doesn't have to be from beer, but yes. Yeah, uh, all, well, men worry, well, all men worry about that. Yeah, yeah, they call it that. Or, you know, gynecomastia or the layman's term of man's boobs. Right. right. And that has to do with our diet and everything starts with the gut. So we have to trust our gut, be good to our gut, because you don't want your gut to say, oh my gut, what are you doing to me? <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Okay. So one of the best recommendations that I have among many, but the most important one I would probably say when it comes to your gut, is to have a good probiotic, prebiotic digestive enzyme. 
And I hear many people saying, oh, I already do that. But not all of them are made the same. And I'm going to give you like a couple quality ingredients that you should look for in your actual um, digestive enzyme probiotics. So number one, you need it to be a digestive enzyme because digestive enzymes help to break down that food that we're eating. Okay. So first and foremost, number two is you want it to be a probiotic because those are the good beneficial bacteria. Right. Here's the issue. Okay. So from the minute we take in a food, the digestion process starts when we start chewing all the way until we poop it out. That's a right. long process for, you know, this healthy, good bacteria to travel through. So you need a prebiotic because a prebiotic will feed the probiotic. Okay. So it's food for the uh, probiotic. And then lastly, this is this amazing ingredient, seropeptidase. I know I'm saying some big words, um, <laughs> but I'm, I got you guys covered. I'm going to give you um, a download on this to be able to see some of these bigger words. If you want to research it or whatever, um, feel free to do so. Seropeptidase is actually an enzyme that helps like coat the digestive tract. And so that here's the main thing you want to know about it. It helps to decrease inflammation. And a lot of people are worried about developing leaky gut. Yeah. So our tight junctions in our leaky gut can be affected by everything around us. And guess what? Glyphosate destroys your tight junctions. So this is why you need to have that special ingredient. And so, you know, instead of looking for here, there, there, I see people at the supplement store all the time. They're confused knowing which one to get. But you need to get one that has all of them. Um, in, in the process. So uh, really very, very powerful for our guts and really simple, simple. All right. Step number seven is learn how to read ingredients. Oh. Now this is <laughs> yeah, really important. Exactly. I mean, I, I have an entire series and a masterclass and this is something that I teach clients and this is this is a, a big topic here. Um, and again, it's really about awareness. So number one, understanding, you know, what's organic and what does organic really mean? Mm -hmm. Something like that people hear a lot about GMOs, um, yep. non-genetically modified foods. I mean, there's a whole slew and a history and listing of the foods that are and are not. Oh, yeah. Um, and thanks again, Monsanto, for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, they, they're a big producer of the seeds of genetically modified, is it organism? Is that right? the right word? Uh, genetically modified. I don't remember the O part of it. Yeah, it's okay. Like basically you don't want anything that's genetically it's genetically modified. modified. Monsanto is a huge contributor to that. Yeah. Just it's, as like, it's like, it's like changing our DNA right. inside of us. Like, and it's like, it's warped <laughs> to something completely yep. different. Yeah. And, and the crazy part of it is, you know, they're a giant in this John, and this is not to just like go on and on and bash them, but like, you know, we become aware, but what do we do? We need to understand so we can learn and we have to educate ourselves. And so it's about really being energized and being empowered in our eating um, mm -hmm. and what we do. So yeah, that's a, that's a huge one. And then also like uh, gluten-free, okay? Mm -hmm. So a lot of things will say gluten-free, but here is a crazy fact is unless it's certified gluten-free, uh, you might not actually be doing it because this is, has to do with all the U.S. food and drug, you know, policies. Um, they're just so much stricter in Europe than mm -hmm. they are here. And so it's got a, 
they have specific guidelines of what they have to follow to be able to label it gluten-free, certified gluten-free. You know, you want to look for these labels and actually kind of understand it mm. um, and so on. So those are just some of the big ones I kind of touched upon. But I mean, there's a whole load of ingredients. I mean, like I never have anything. I think a lot of people know about MSG, right? No one wants MSG. High fructose corn syrup. Right. Right. Even yeah. like, you know, just some of these big ones and some of the other ones that we actually don't know about. PCBs. And you're like, what's a PCB? So, and they're not going to label it. A PCB is actually an environmental, industrial chemical that was made for like manufacturing mm -hmm. and it's affected like our wildlife, our fish. Okay. I mean, basically they're just dumping everything into it. And so there's all these like, you know, laws out there. Like you would really have to get deep into some of these laws. And I know like some of us, we just don't have the time for that. So the beauty in it is that I just like try to help simplify it for people because it can be so much overwhelm. But if you get the basics, then you'll know how to eat for life. And who doesn't want to, you know, eating should be enjoyable. Absolutely. You know, one thing I want to mention to you uh, men out there, some of this may be brand new to you. In fact, a lot of it may <laughs> be brand new to you. So first of all, try not to get overwhelmed because it's very easy to do that. It's baby steps. It's yeah. about learning new things. It's she's mentioning several things. We start with one thing. Just yes. start with one thing and you build upon it from there. But I want to encourage you with this. If you take the lead in your household when it comes to the food that you decide this is how we're going to eat, this is what we're going to do because it's good for me, it's good for my family, they will come along with you and you will end up teaching them along the way the right ways to eat and also things to stay away from. I've noticed that in my household with my kids. I've thought for years all, all they'd want to do is fast food and stuff and that's what they did. But over time when we weren't doing that as much and when they saw that I wasn't doing it at all, I know my son's eating habits have completely changed as a result of that because while I was teaching him, he caught, he caught more than he was taught. Exactly. You know, John, and, and this was actually going to be point number 10, but we might as well talk about it because it's a big one. We can't get into it completely, but detox is what came to mind when you were talking about that because actually, you know, I work with a lot of high performing men and one of my clients there, you know, he was just taking to the lead exactly what you described. You know, he did a, a detox program, one of my detox programs here, mm -hmm. and he had autoimmune issues here. Mm -hmm. And so he was always trying to figure out like, you know, how can he get around this? He, I mean, he's the male figure, you know, he was a business owner and also an IT consultant. So he has a full-time job and he's got his side hustle. His wife, you know, takes care of the kids. So it's like he wanted to be able to be the best version of himself there. So right. did, we did a detox, a 10 day detox here in, in a 30 day program here with him. Mm. And like, here's, here's the beautiful part of it. He wasn't trying to lose weight. That's not why he was detoxing. You detox because you want to decrease the overall toxic burden. And right. so that's the key thing that people need to really understand about why you detox. And there's different levels of detox. I don't really have time to get into all that because that's like such a big wide topic. Right. But the, the first step we talked about, John, is a food detox. 
Because mm -hmm. there's three processes. I'll just quickly give them to you. A food detox, a lymphatic detox, which is through your skin. And yeah. the other level is a cellular detox, which is really getting to the heart of who we are as humans. So he just started simply on a food detox. And so here's the beauty of it. He not only got healthier, he was able to get off of his biologics medications that he's been taking for over 10 years. Love that. And he completely cleared all simply by changing his diet, his food. Oh. And, and, you know, he says the struggle is real. He's got his kids. It's not like he eats plant-based completely all the time, but he has the tools and what to do. So this is just a really powerful demonstration of cleaning up our gut and detoxing. And that's like the first step of detoxing is I always take everybody first through a food detox. Yeah. So that's a powerful, powerful one. So great point. So going into that, then step number nine would be just like how we are meal prepping, how we're actually preparing our food. Right. I know it seems like, oh my gosh, um, such a hassle. I don't want to cook my food. It's a pain in the butt. I got to go grocery shopping. I'm so tired after my long, busy day. Here's a funny thing what happens, John, is like when you start to just take one step at a time. Another one of my clients, male client, He's 74 years old. This man hardly ever cooked a day in his life. Mm. Going through some of the, you know, programs that I had, he is now cooking. Nice. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a huge win. You know what I mean? So it's not mm -hmm. about being perfect and it's these little baby steps. So that will really make a significant difference. And then lastly, just step number 10 is really being mindful about our eating and actually like slowing down that we're not multitasking. You know, I could admit to myself and to everybody else. And I think everyone could agree to this is that sometimes we work through our lunch or sometimes we just, you know, we're like, Oh no, I have a deadline. I need to, I need to perform. I need to perform. I need to get my results. I need to get this done. And then we neglect our food. We actually have to be mindful and this is a relationship we're building with it. Right. So right. just, you know, appreciating it and, you know, um, appreciating what it does for our body and like actually, you know, enjoying the taste, texture, the flavor of it and, and just enhancing our well-being. So those are the 10 points. Absolutely. I uh, want to emphasize one thing that you mentioned multiple times that I think is super important and it's a different perspective, guys. So pay attention to this. What you're doing with your food, it's not something you consume anymore. It's a relationship that you're building. Yeah. And what kind of relationship do you want to have with other people? Do you want to have a not so great one? Do you want to have <laughs> a good one or do you want to have a great one? If you want to have a great yeah. relationship with people, you have to invest time in those people to have a great relationship. Same thing when it comes to your food. You're going to have to invest time in this process to do the learning that you need to do. It could be just about the actual foods that you're gonna eat. It could be, you may already know that. You may have to learn the proper ways to cook the things that you wanna have. You may need to learn new recipes because if you're anything like me, you get bored very easily with the same yeah. stuff over and over again. You may have to do something like that. But that's where somebody like Mia can come in and she can help you figure those kinds of things out. If nothing else, you can consult with her and ask her, it's like, hey, I really am super busy and I don't have the time to cook my own food. 
but do you have resources? Do you know people out there who maybe that's what they do for a living? It's like we did, we help super busy people have the best kinds of plant-based diets and we prepare them ahead of time for them. So all they have to do is take it out and eat it. I know there are companies out there that do that. Yeah. And I'm sure you know ones that you can recommend. Sure. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's really the key here, John. It's about giving people the resources, right? And like, it's empowering them. And so that they want to live full, vibrant, energized and empowered lives. And that's really what it's about. Because this is not just like, you know, just in a relationship. You want lifelong relationships, your relationship with food should be a relationship that is good for the rest of your life because right. you know i really do really truly believe is food is medicine mm -hmm. um you know and there's so many things that as a as a nurse for over 20 years here and taking care of you know my parents my family members clients patients when you improve the quality of their food it's amazing what changes mm -hmm. like i mean you know, diabetes here in the US, there's no such thing as really diabetes in, in you know, Europe as much, or there is, but it's not as prevalent, right. you know, in some of the things here. I also take care of a lot of um, the elderly population now. I started off in pediatrics and taking care of the, the kids. So you wouldn't like, if you think about it this way, would you feed whatever you're eating to your kids, right? So it's one way to think about it. But then also to your elderly parents or your grandparents and stuff like that, would you give them, sorry to say, sorry, some bad word, the crap? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, like <laughs> seriously. And I look at it and it kind of saddens me is because I'll go into some of these facilities with individuals that, you know, have dementia or Alzheimer's. And a lot of it has to stem with the toxins that are already in their food. And how are they getting any better? I mean, they're just giving them more and more medications here. And I, you know, as the nurse, you know, I'm preparing the medications and I'm like, oh, can we toss this out the door? I can't necessarily. And can we replace it instead of, you know, the, the Lay's potato chips that are full of glyphosate too, the Oreos that are full of glyphosate. I mean, just some of the processed foods that are already there. And where's your fruits and vegetables? My right. goodness. So, yeah, totally food for thought. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, my goodness, you covered so much. <laughs> and, and yet, I know barely scratched the surface. And I know all that. So, what that truly means, uh, listeners, is that we need to have Mia back so she can take certain aspects of what she's talked about today and give us a deep dive into some of those stuff. So, I would love to hear back from all of you. You know, give us some comments. Let us know other things that you're interested in when it comes to food that you want to learn more about. And that will be food for thought for, <laughs> for Mia to dig a little bit deeper so she can bring to us the truths that we need in order to improve our lives when it comes to food. So before I go too much further, I know there are going to be many of our listeners who say, oh my gosh, Mia's name. <laughs> I need to know more. How can I find her? How can I work with her? So how can they do that? So the simplest way, John, is actually I'm very active on Facebook. So you know what? Hey, let's become friends. Go ahead. Send me a friend request with my name, Mia Aaron Solo. And I do a lot of live videos there, a lot of training, a lot of teaching. 
and I have a lot of resources. So that's one of the simplest ways. You can go to my website, miaaronsillo.com. Um, but I would really honestly say is, you know, get in touch with me, connect with me in any of those mediums. You know, if you're connected with John, let, let's all build the relationship here with each other Absolutely. and food so that, you know, we don't need to make this complicated, guys. I know there's a lot of stuff, but really um, that's what I can help you do is really save time. Because, you know, we can make a lot of money, which is good, right? But, like, we can't necessarily get back the time. So that's what I help people to really do is to save their time. You didn't need to know all that stuff that I told you, you know? Some of my clients just tell me, tell me what to do. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> and I'm not saying that that's for everyone, but depending on the level of whatever it is that you're – needs are I'm here you know I'd love to just connect with you and get to know you and add value to you absolutely so listeners what I'd like for you to do then uh, another way that you can connect with Mia is as you're listening to this on your phone take a screenshot of it post mm -hmm. it on your favorite social media setting you know Instagram Facebook wherever be sure to tag Mia and me in there and when you do that first of all I'll give you a shout out and then you will be immediately connected to Mia and she'll be able to start that relationship with you to see how she can best help you awesome another thing I forgot to mention though I yes. do have a gift I, I did talk about this Please. it was a little uh, food teaser that's right. <laughs> right that's right I have the guide for all of your listeners there on the foods that are highest in glyphosate so I'm going to gift that to them and actually just, you know, some of the quick points that we talked about um, as part of the show notes um, to connect them to that, to just really start thinking in that process. And yeah, they can start to connect with me and, you know, multiple levels of whatever it is that they want to just start learning more about that. There's multiple mediums in which I do that through master classes if you're a busy person or self-paced classes. Um, and courses and then actual coaching. So it really is like I want to meet you at you know where you're at and simplify this for you guys and right. make life enjoyable and save time and just be really the healthiest, best version of yourself in mind, body, and soul. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what we want too. All right. So before we go, I got a final four for you. Okay. You just <laughs> just tell us the first thing that pops into your head. Okay. All right, here we go. Question number one. Oh, I'm yeah, for you. I'm giving you. I'm giving <laughs> oh, you the okay. final four. I get a pop quiz. Okay. Yep. yep Let me drink quiz. my antioxidant right. drink. <laughs> yeah. Question number one. Why did God create Mia? God created Mia because I have um, this potential and this heart to serve people, and through my pain and, and taking care of others. And taking care of myself, I saw that, you know, I have to prioritize me. So my message to the world is be able to take care of yourself, prioritize you first. And God allowed me to go through some of the pains and the struggles that I've had in my own health and my family's health and my patient's health because I really have a heart to serve and to help um, people take care of themselves. Excellent. All right. Question number two. What are you reading or listening to right now that's helping you grow? So actually, um, I've just gotten into uh, Dr. Paul Sheely. 
He is a neurolinguistic. Um, oh my god, I'm gonna totally mess it up. He's a neuro. He he does like uh, mindset and um, tapping into our potential and things like that. So I've been um, involved in one of his programs there, and a lot of the stuff that I share here. That's why I actually started it. I know I'm a health coach and I have the clinical background, but a lot of it that sometimes people forget is the mindset. So I spend a lot of time on my mindset. So I've been really plugged into Dr. Sheely's work and reprogramming my mind. So before I actually start to operate, it's not really, I would say, one specific book. Um, But I would say, yeah, that is the work that I'm getting into. But if I had to pick one specific book um, for business owners, um, such as yourselves, and entrepreneurs, it would be the science of getting rich. <laughs> okay. Amazing. Yeah. All right. Science of getting rich. Uh, yes. Question number three. What's your favorite thing to do with your mom? <laughs> okay. Well, there's a lot. Well, I would, I would probably have to say gardening. Okay. Gardening because here there's a couple parts to it. I could strategize and Gardening because she actually helps me to understand how to plant. And it's like, it's, it's a bonding that we have and I'm actually learning and I feel like I'm growing and I'm planting seeds into myself. I know that's like high, like, oh my God, it's so deep of a thought, but here's the truth, truth of why we like to garden. We like to eat. (laughs) So it's good. So we can eat the fruits of our labor. So yeah, I'd probably say gardening and then eating. (laughs) All right. And then the last question, number four, what are you most grateful for? You know, I am most grateful for, um, and this is actually as part of your six, your F six. Oh my gosh, here I go. You got it. You got it. F six framework. Don't let me say six F you. It's an inside joke, people. It's inside joke. (laughs) What I'm about to say, because I talk about it's faith. Like, oh my gosh, how can you mix the yeah. FU with faith? She's talking but about no. the, the, the F6 formula and faith specifically in that. So. Faith, yeah. I would, I would have to say, um, you know, I'm a faith-based person too. So I am honestly the most grateful uh, for my relationship with my higher power, and that's God. Um, and that, that runs all of this and why I exist and why um, I'm on this earth. Absolutely. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Thank you. Mia. Thank you for sharing that. Just gives us a little more insight into you beyond just the food side of you. <laughs> the physical, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, listeners, thanks again for tuning in today. Really hope you got some good insight into this world of food. Hopefully your mind's been blown, your world's been expanded, <laughs> and you've got some at least initial steps to start to change things in your life, to make them better. Because what you put in your body will determine how your body, well, produces more than anything, but performs. That's the word I'm looking for. Determines how your body's going to perform for you. And as you age, you start to notice it's not performing like it used to. So your food becomes even more important the older you get. So thanks again, Mia, for being with us. Thank you, listeners, for being here. And we will talk to you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Revenue. I'd love to get your thoughts on the show. Two ways you can do that are to give us a rate and review and or connect with me on social media. You can find me at John Hewlin. 
Thanks again for listening, and remember, passion gets you started, purpose keeps you going. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time. Bye.